0: Club, episode one. I'm Kenzie. I'm Kayla. Uh, I'm Rosie. And we're gonna start it off with Kayla today. So Kayla, what was the name of the book? The
1: book I read is called The Witch Doesn't Burn in This One by Amanda Lovelace. So what,
0: what was the genre? The it's a poetry book. <laughs> and actually how many pages was it? It was 191 pages. That's, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: How did you discover your poetry book? Um, So my mom actually bought me this book because it is by the same author of another book I have been interested in previously. Did
0: you enjoy reading the book?
1: Yeah, I really really enjoyed this book. Um, She talks about the strength of women and how men try to overpower them. And I think that's really interesting to hear from
0: another woman's view of, like, her perspective on yeah. it. Actually, that's something I would read, to be honest. Yeah, you would like it. <laughs> what was the point of view?
1: <laughs> the point of view... It, it's actually written...
0: In- all three point of views. She switches
1: between all of them. She goes from her perspective to how she says, like, you should feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then she also refers back to how the men should women. So social refers first they and R and are. Like
2: then she, uh, or what's it called? Um... Is it a uh, like how is it written? Is there like a rhyme scheme to it, or is it just like free free verse? It's
1: pretty much free
2: verse. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. she switches between a bunch of different aspects from rape and looks, and she talks a lot about witches and boys throwing stones, as yeah. if men throwing hate comments at girls. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Can you give us a brief
1: summary of some of the topics? Yeah. Well, there's not necessarily chapters, but. Like I said, she starts off with witches and men throwing stones at her, trying to break her down. As a metaphor. Yes, as a metaphor. Okay. And it also goes along with the book before this. It's a book about princesses and it's about loving yourself pretty much. So if when you read that, you learn to love yourself and then this is like how to build yourself stronger and not...
2: Get broken down by... You yeah, I gotcha. Down. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: What was an
1: important quote you liked? An important
0: important quote I liked from
1: this is, she said, to be a woman is to be war bound, knowing all the the odds are stacked against (laughs) you. This quote stood out because as a woman in society, we're always fighting to be equals. Yes. And no matter what equality advancements are made, women still have to fight for their place because yeah. men are considered superior. I completely
2: understand
1: that. Yeah. Um, what was the author um, or the narrator's tone? Her tone was strong, mm-hmm. definitely strong and passionate. Because you can definitely tell. That her messages are meant to not necessarily stab back at men, but to say, "Stop breaking me down. Like I'm more powerful." So it's more like a form of yeah, but with like some vengeance. Yeah, Have you it. read any other poetry books from the same author, or would you? I would, I definitely would. I
0: have. I've read other poetry books, but not by her. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was yeah. the vocabulary? Was it easy that you like you can just walk and read, or was it hard that you actually sit down and read? Um, the vocabulary is very easy, it's not
1: hard to understand. The only thing that can be difficult is the metaphors she puts behind everything because mm-hmm. you have to really sit down we reread it a few times yeah. to understand in the deep meaning what she's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Did you like the book? I loved it. I, <laughs> yes. I loved it so much. I, it definitely opened up my eyes on my self-worth and other women's self-worth and how I need to be there for other women yeah. and not break them down
0: because we're really a team. Yeah. Would you recommend
2: the book to
1: me and I? I would more recommend <laughs> it to you yeah. than
2: right?
0: He
1: could read it to see he what a woman yeah, feel, but he wouldn't really understand it gotcha. in a personal I gotcha. way. Yeah.
0: If you could say one thing to the author about the book, if you could change something or add something to it, what would you say to the author?
1: I wouldn't tell her to change or to add anything, but I would mainly just thank her for it. Yeah. Because there's not many other authors who yeah. would take these kind of metaphors and put them in a book to explain it. And I feel like her metaphors of witches burning and everything, because you've heard of like the witch tales, yeah, so burn. Not much. She uses that and a like lot. It and like it connects to today's life. Yeah, it connects yes. to today's life in a way that helps me understand it and i don't really see that in many other books mm-hmm. so i would thank you for
2: making this so okay. possible I mean, like, name resource yeah. all right
0: it actually sounds like a really nice book thank you kayla sure. yes, thank and, you that, and that is the <laughs> end of episode one
1: Episode
2: 2, I'm Kayla. I'm Kenzie. And I'm Brophy. And
1: today we are going to be interviewing Brophy. So Brophy, what is the name of your book?
2: The name of my book is World War Z. It's a a zombie uh, fiction novel. Uh, written by Max Brooks. How many pages is it? Uh, it's about 325 pages. That's
1: a big book.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, it was, it was a good one though. It was really, really fun to read.
1: So, what is this book about?
2: Um, so, the, so, very, uh, different from the movie, but this book is about the author, Max Brooks, and he, uh, he goes to this fictional adventure asking, interviewing people about their experiences in the zombie war, going through the entire entire fictional war about just back and forth between areas all over the world talking to people about how it affected them and how and their experiences through it. How did you
0: discover this
2: book? I uh, actually, my mom read it and loved it and I, I just started reading it like four or five years ago and never actually read it and really wanted to go back and uh, actually get into it and. Uh, and yeah, that's how, I, that's how I discovered it. So it
1: was worth going back to read.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I, I loved it. It was really, really good. It was really interesting how, how he writes and how he goes into... I've never ever read a book anything like how he did it, going from... Uh, like from point of view standpoint first person second person and third person it was it was everything it was him talking to people people talking to him and talking to us. like it was it was all over the place it was really way different from anything I've ever ever read it was it was really interesting.
1: So, what are some important quotes you found in the book that really
2: stood out to you? Uh, one that really, really stood out was, so let me explain the chapter. There was an Air Force uh, sergeant, a uh, lady who um, who ended up crashing down in a, in a big city that was really, uh, like, overtaken by this plague, and that... Um, and she had to uh shed into to the freeway which she believed was where where she would be able to get rescued. So there's there's people called sky watchers who would watch over and like help people through through areas like from tall buildings and everything. And she somehow got under the uh, onto the comm system with this lady. She had no idea who she was. Her name was Metz, like her code name was Metz and she had no idea who this lady was. And this lady knew everything from like all of her pilot training, like knew everything about this person and knew at every turn whether there was gonna be something wrong or and just was on top of everything. And at the end, she never finds out who she was or ever. And uh, she said she lived in a cabin. They never found the cabin where she said she was. and she was like believed that it was like her guardian angel and like it was a really like big like powerful moment in the book i thought and it was just like it was a massive massive chapter and i thought it was really powerful like really, really powerful and like made me kind of think about it a little bit. I thought it was really, really interesting.
1: So this book sounds like it was very a very good book and you got really into it. What would you say the
2: vocabulary was like? Do you think it was hard for you? It was, it was pretty, the vocabulary is pretty easy, but I would say it's probably hard to read on the run. You kind of got to focus on like all the all the time switches and all the yes, all the all the details with um, like the different articles and where you are because it does get confusing after bouncing back and forth and back and forth you almost get lost in yourself when you're reading it but uh, but other than that the vocabulary is pretty easy and you've already
1: mentioned that you liked the book so why why exactly was it
2: that made yeah, yeah, you continue on reading. Yeah, I think it was just the like, almost like, it was very, very, very detailed. Like, very almost, like, overly detailed, like, stuff you, like... Never even of. Yes, like, uh, like, the, um, the first, uh, instance where they meet the first, like, infected kid, like, insanely gruesome, like, I didn't think, like, a what could be that gruesome, like, it was, it was really, really interesting, and just the details that they go into from, like, medical, uh, scientists they go to, and, like, their stories, and, like, all the political side behind it, because it was insanely political how he describes it, and it's just... The the detail and like the meticulous like the meticulousity about it was super duper interesting and it was really amazing how yeah. how he wrote this.
0: So if there was like say there's a book part two or something, two or three, would you continue reading it on?
2: Absolutely. So to like
0: find the girl in our
2: cabin. Yeah, so Max so Max Books is he wrote another book that like we have it sitting around our house, like, for little kids, like, it's a little, like, zombie survival guide thing, like, and that's all he's done. So, sadly, he hasn't written any more, but, like I've said, it's, like, the way he writes it is so interesting to me, and I've never, ever seen anything like it, and I would love to read another book about, like, like this. Especially, like, continuing off this, maybe going even deeper than he already has.
1: So, would you recommend this book to Kenzie and I or other
2: males? Yeah, I feel like it could go to anybody. I feel like it's real. It's it's a spectrum for for anybody can read it. It's just kind of like a like if you're a fan of it. I don't know, guys like zombies, yeah. But um, but I like I just think it's really it's really in depth, and I think you'll find like stuff that relate to you way more than you would think in it. And I think it's just really well written. From now. I've said it a thousand times but it's, it's just really well written so of course I would recommend it to pretty much anybody, teens, like my mom absolutely loved it, like anybody, I think anybody could read it. And I
1: know World War Z is a movie, correct? Yes. Is it similar to the movie?
2: It is the farthest thing from a movie but comparison that I've ever seen, ever. It is completely different, the movie is totally different, I love the movie but it is totally different, the movie like sits on one person, sits on one plot line, this is all over the place, absolutely all over the place so yeah so it's totally different
1: which one would you say is better Uh, i like the book better but
2: but they're so different that like it's almost hard you can't even compare them it's 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 really really good yeah Mm -hmm. it's well done
1: if you could say one thing to Brooks, what would you say
2: write another book (laughs) write another book it was really really good and again i enjoyed reading it so i really hope he uh eventually writes another book uh, because it's it really kept me intrigued
1: Alright, thank you for Come back soon for
2: episode three. Hi, welcome to the Fiction Club. This is uh, episode three. I'm Brophy. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kenzie. So, this one we're going to be interviewing Kenzie about her book. So, uh, the first question is, what is the name of your book?
0: I read the book, Adam War by Allison Moon
2: and what is uh what is the genre of this book?
0: Um it's actually a fictional
2: book. All right. so How many pages is in this?
0: It is 320 pages.
2: And uh and how did how did you come across it? Did anybody recommend it to you or is it just you were, you saw it and thought you were interested?
0: I'm a big book person, so I can like walk into Barnes and Noble and be there for like 3 hours without noticing. So I was just perusing and picking up other books and I saw this one and just sat down and started reading and it just sparked my interest. Alright,
2: um, so so like from uh, from what point of view is it written? How is it written?
0: Well, in yeah. most of her books she does first person to third person, but this book I found <laughs> it really interesting that she just did to one person and the main character of that. So yeah, it's just one person. It was, it was amazing, I thought. Alright. Um, I noticed that you mentioned most of her books. Have yeah. you read more of her books? I actually have. I've read one or two of her books and she's an amazing author. Like when I read one of her books called Prom Queen, it just it was amazing how she like writes and the details and it's just the point of view of uh, a high school character. And, like she's like reliving a moment and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And most of all of her books.
2: Um so what is the basic premise of the book? Okay. Brief well, separate.
0: Um, She starts off with a character called Everbloom. She is a high school, uh, like a junior, I think she is. She, her parents and her younger sister all died at once in a car accident she was the only one living. So after her car accident, she basically became a psychic, I guess you could say. She can feel people's emotions and other people's emotions will come out in color. So she would just live hidden in like her high school underneath the hood and just one day a new student came it kind of reminds me of um, Twilight Zone when Edward comes in uh-huh. because a guy named Damien came in and he, like she can see emotions, like I said, he, she couldn't see any emotions, like he was completely blank, cold, of nothing, so we like spiked her interest and they just went on a roller coaster and like she bounced things out that she didn't even know that was possible, ran into so many friends that died and then enemies, it was just amazing. Uh-huh.
2: Um, so so what are some like interesting quotes that really stood out to like um, for the story and also just like for for uh, reading purposes what what really stood out to you
0: in the last like two or three chapters, I came across this book that said, if eternity starts today, then that's the way I'm going to live it. It kind of just like she's in the beginning of the book, she just she hated her life. She hated it. Her younger sister died, her parents died, she was the only one left, living with her aunt. And the end of the chapter, she was so happy with her life, with Damien and her friends that she like accepted that she didn't want to die. She just wanted to be that one person to like overcome her fears and becoming a better person. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So would you say the tone is kind of like that fighting tone, or is there a different like underlying tone in the book?
0: It was more like a fighting tone, but there some parts that it was just like really depressing. I guess you can say mm-hmm. it was strong, then depressing, and then like strong again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, so, what, was it was it a tough read? Was it an easy read? How how did how did it go? Vocabulary good or?
0: Um, I would say it was more like a medium like. Like you, some days I would just read it in the car like if I'm doing something, but other times like there's chapters that you actually have to sit down and Mm -hmm. read it unless like you're completely confused on what's going on. I gotcha,
2: I gotcha. I'm assuming you liked it by how you're talking about it, but did you like it? Like, why did you like it?
0: I liked it because she put more detail into Ever's life that from a personal standpoint that I could, I, like, understood what she was going through because I had friends that their whole family died and, like, their their life was horrible. So, like, go, like, reading into more people's life that, like, that happened. Even though, like, it's fake, mm-hmm. like, you can still understand, like, their emotions behind
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Um so would you recommend this to to anybody else? Like specific people or not?
0: No, probably anyone who's like into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like I could see Taylor reading it. Like I could honestly yeah, it see it like <laughs>
2: actually.
0: Yeah, it is. But I don't know like from a male standpoint, like I don't know I gotcha. possibly. Uh um, just the best I
2: gotcha. Um so if you could say one thing back to the author of this book, you clearly read a bunch of books. What would yeah. you say what would you say to her?
0: write more books she's only written like a handful of books like how she's writing it's like it's amazing are all the books similar to the way she writes or kind of yeah there's other books that it's like completely different i'm like oh okay like this is something different but it's like i want her to write something like so deep and i'm like oh my gosh like i don't want to meet you
2: can you give us an example from the other books you read
0: um Wrong Queen is one I've really read. There's another one, Saving, Saving Zoe. I've only read half of it because um, I have to go get by it again because I lost it. But it's like Saving Zoe so far is so amazing.
2: But. All right. Well, thank you. That is uh, the end of uh, episode three. And um, I think that's going to be it for